In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. It's a big Friday for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan. We are live from Bears Best Atlanta here in Swanee. For 680 The Fan's Chili Dip Open. Got Nerney back in the studio. Sorry, Nerney. All the fun's going on here today. Road Dog Gillespie's on side. He's knocking back a breakfast sandwich right now as we come on the air. Look at DT over there. He's with the fan golf tournament crew knocking back one of those breakfast sandwiches today. As we come on the air, I've already hit the practice range. Greens are perfect. I mean, those things, you get above the hole, man. Those things, you better blow on it. Game's a little rusty, though. A little concerned about that. As we tee it up today at noon. And we've got a full field here at Bears Best. Got some Bulldog fans hanging out. Ready to go low, brother. You are listening to 680 The Fan. We're on 93.7 FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. You can click and actually watch on the scene this morning. Hey, everybody. We're in the clubhouse area. And the boys are knocking back those... uh, breakfast sandwiches right now listen on the fan mobile app and that is brought to you by our good friends at beaver toyota of coming beaver direct the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle visit beaver toyota of coming.com and download that fan app right now in the itunes and google play store smart speaker you can listen there too that's brought to you by south point financial services the 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the Haug Law Group. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. More at HaugLawGroup.com. Nerdy, let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. All right, here's the big take today. The owners and players are set to meet for the fifth straight day down in Florida. And so far this week, the meetings have been basically... Shadow boxing is what we've been seeing. No real progress has been made. And yesterday, the union offered up some tweaks. The owners had nothing new to say on any of the issues, not any of them, which are plenty. And Monday's soft deadline is rapidly approaching. i tell you what, the big issues continue to look like mountains to climb at this point in time. The competitive balance tack needs... Uh, That tax needs to be negotiated. Revenue sharing continues to be a big hurdle. The bonus pool for pre-arbitration players and the minimum salary situation has got to be addressed. So far, though, nothing. And why aren't we discussing uh, on-the-field issues like the speed of the game? Shouldn't we be talking about those things, too? Get it together, guys. Baseball fans, especially here in Atlanta, are counting on a deal getting done and seeing the 162. 
apparently were facing a do-or-die weekend. They don't come to an agreement, then games start getting chopped off the schedule. And this Monday deadline, the owners said, the one thing I don't really get about that is, let's say they do make some ground, they do make some progress over the next, over the weekend, and they're getting close to a deal. Why would you go ahead and just call it off on Monday? Wouldn't you continue to negotiate? I'm just saying. So it uh, seems like Groundhog Day with the Major League Baseball lockout, which is really disappointing here in Atlanta. We're expecting to cash in big, baby. Coming off that World Series championship, you get in the 162, you got fans showing up at the ballpark, you got them paying for parking and food and cold beer, hats and jerseys. I mean, you're talking about really cleaning up for the organization. So you don't want to lose any of those games. Want to jump right into some Falcons talk. Matt Ryan, I hit this yesterday. Uh, Field Yates, who covers the NFL, was sending out on social media yesterday, uh, Matt Ryan promoting this as Matt Ryan's got the largest cap hit in NFL history coming up, $48.6 million. Field Yates was pointing out, and that eats up 23.4% of the salary cap for the Atlanta Falcons. And it was getting a lot of people upset, a lot of Falcons fans chiming in. And I really appreciated some of the other folks that cover the game pointing out the fact that Matt Ryan's salary is $16.25 million this season. That's what it, I mean, that's all it is, $16 million and change. <clears throat> now, he's got a roster bonus that's a little bit over $7 million. So you add it up, and we're talking about Matt Ryan being paid under $24 million to play quarterback for the Falcons this year. And if you looked at his average salary, Matt Ryan would be 10th in the NFL among quarterbacks. So where does the $48.6 million number comes from? Field Yates did not point this out, but I will. The rest of the money is Matt Ryan being unselfish and restructuring his contract multiple times to help the organization. So they want to paint Matt Ryan as being a selfish, no good blankety blank because, you know, the cap hit is going to be $48.6 million when it's not really Matt Ryan's fault. This is the Atlanta Falcons organization's fault. Of course, you know, a lot of the uneducated Falcons fans are criticizing Matt slamming Matt Ryan. Matty Ice is catching a lot of criticism because of this. But if you want to get real, this is on the Falcons organization. Said on Matt. Matt Ryan has said, you want to restructure my deal? We've done it several times. And that is helping the team. Helping the team, folks. <clears throat> Falcons made a hire yesterday. Ryan Pace, now the senior personnel executive, and we'll get into that a little later on coming up in the show. We'll hit that one soon. I just wanted to get this Matt Ryan thing straightened out. 404-231-1680, the number. If you feel inclined to join the show, we always appreciate you calling in and being a part of it. Let's get to the Buck Baloo Show headline. The uh, 
Grease Monkey, folks, are backing us up. GreaseMonkeyAuto.com. Pull in and get that oil change. They work fast. They work quick. They do it right. Reports swirling overnight that former Florida and Georgia defensive coordinator Todd Grantham has been offered a job on Nick Saban's staff at Alabama. Now, the title at this point in time is undetermined. Is it just the linebacker coach? Is it to be the defensive coordinator? We don't know the answer to that right now. Grantham does have a history with Nick Saban. Saban hired Grantham to coach on his Michigan State staff. Grantham was the defensive line coach and ended up being the associate head coach. So Grantham's been with Saban before on the Spartan staff. And now remember, if you're wondering, well, doesn't Alabama already have a defensive coordinator? Well, they do, and his name is Pete Golding. And you might remember earlier this month, Golding arrested for DUI after the National Signing Day 2. So you wonder about that. Is Golding going to be suspended or penalized because of that? We'll have to wait and see on that. But Todd Grantham, looking like he's got an opportunity, he's been offered a job on the Alabama coaching staff. Again, headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more done fast, done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. Got a lot coming up on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm going to come back and tell you what they're looking at as far as spring football practice goes. Alabama coming into the year regarded as the number one team coming into the 22 season. And there's one area that Nick Saban is hoping they're going to see some breakout stars. We'll talk about that, too. I'll get to that Ryan Pace story. We'll have the NFL Top 5 and the Bulldog Roundtable. Coming up is the Buck Baloo Show. We're live from Bears Best and Swanee for 680 The Fans. Chili dip open. We have taken over Bears Best. Looking forward to all these golfers coming up. We tee it up at 12. You're listening to 680 and The Fan on 93. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at ArtisanCustomClosets.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. Seven. Got the Buck Baloo Show on a fabulous Friday. This rain's moving out of here. Fast. We're at the Chili Dip Open, Bears Best Atlanta up in Swanee. 
Want to thank all our great sponsors, too. First Team Metro Atlanta, Friday. Uh, it's benefiting them. And we also want to thank our sponsors, Ghost Coast Distillery. This stuff matters. Hal Law Group, Beaver Toyota, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Georgia Hemp Company, Corona, and the PGA Tour Superstore. We're going to tee it up at noon. The rain should be gone by then. Gone. And right now, I think we should talk a little bit about Alabama football. By the way, uh, News Talk Extra 106.3. If you need some more information on the Ukraine and Russia situation, uh, then that's our sister station. You can go get caught up there, News Talk Extra 106.3. And then come on back. Right now, I want to talk a little Alabama football. They got spring football practice approaching, and the Crimson Tide will enter the season as the team to beat. After losing to Georgia in the national championship game this past season, man, that was sweet. What is Nick Saban looking, what is he concerned about heading into spring football practice in Tuscaloosa? Because, look, he's got the best player in college football on offense with Bryce Young at quarterback. Nick Saban also has the best player in college football on defense and Will Anderson, Jr., Tight offensive line looks like it's going to be solid. Uh, they return both guards. I think the uh, tackle situation looks like it's in pretty good shape. You got Jameer Gibbs has transferred over from Tech to Alabama, and I'm assuming that, look, he's so skilled and talented that he's going to be the go-to running back on this Alabama offense this season. Tight end, you got that Latou guy coming back. Then on defense, as I mentioned, Will Anderson Jr., a terror. And I tell you what, you get Dallas Turner on the other side, that might be the best edge situation on defense in all of college football, Anderson and Turner. Linebacker Harris went to the draft, but you got uh, Henry uh, 2-0-2-0 coming back. Boy, he's an excellent player, all-SEC, all-American caliber. Defensive line, they got all those big dudes coming back. Byron Young, D.J. Dale. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the other gentleman they've coming back. got coming back. He, uh, he Bojby, something like that. They're all back. Safeties are back, battling Helms. Cornerback, they've got the LSU corner that transferred in, Eli Ricks. He was a freshman All-American. And don't forget about Kool-Aid McKinstry. I kid you not, that's his first name, Kool-Aid. And senior Kyrie Jackson. So they are all loaded up, Alabama. No wonder coming into the year they're going to be the team to beat. They only one concern group for Alabama, one. And it's wide receiver. And that is a spot that they've been absolutely loaded with big-time NFL talent over the last five years. They've lost Jamison Williams and John Mechie. They're two go-to receivers off last year's team. They have exited to the National Football League. So what do they have coming back? They've got a lot of young, inexperienced talent returning this coming season. So spring football is going to be big for Alabama in this wide receiver position group. That's where the spotlight's going to be shining for the Crimson Tide. And late last night, 
after that JV baseball game ended at South Forsyth, I was watching, got home around 10 o'clock, and immediately went to my little office area, got on the computer, and started looking and uh, passing a grade and observing all these young wide receivers that Nick Saban has accumulated and watching their highlight reel. And my wife, Kelly, she came in and said, what are you doing? Are you watching football video at 11 o'clock at night? And I said, honey, I'm trying to keep this job. And she shook her head and walked on out of the room. And I got back to watching these receivers. Like Ajay Hall, 6'3", 190. Looks like an outside X receiver type. Made some noise as a freshman, uh, early enrollee freshman last spring in the A-Day game. Man, he had the Alabama fans talking about him. Skilled, quick, really good hands. Ajay Hall is a guy to keep an eye on. Then you got JoJo Early, 5'9", 170. He's going to be a slot receiver at Alabama. Electric. Make a miss talent. Stop on a dime and accelerate. He could be the next big-time Alabama wide receiver. JoJo Early. Then you got Christian Leary. He's one of those elite track guys. 5'10", 185, explosive. This guy, he's laid down a 4'3", 940, a 10, 500 meter. He's fast and looks like a big play waiting to happen to me. Now, those guys have all been around for a year. They'll be entering their second year when the season arrives. So they've had a chance to get comfortable. Hall, Early, Leary look like they've got the skill set to be big-time players. And they've had a chance to get acclimated to both the scheme and playing college football. Now, they got four big-time freshmen showing up. Aaron Anderson, 5'9", 180. He looks like a running back watching his highlight reel. And he plays like Jalen Waddle, shifty, fast, tough to get a hand on. He could end up being a player out of that slot formation. You got Shaz Preston. Texas wanted him. USC wanted him. That's Southern Cal. Alabama got him, six foot 190. Big wide receiver. Long. Looks like an X. Got those ball skills uh, that uh, these Alabama fans have gotten used to. He's running a faux faux. Shaz Preston. Love the name, too. Kendrick Law. Now, he came in listed as an athlete. He was a running back in high school, 5'11", 195. But he also saw him lining up in a wide receiver position in high school, running really smooth wide receiver routes, which is where he's going to play at Alabama. He's another slot guy, a baller, great hands. Keep an eye on Kendrick Law. And then the kid from Metro Atlanta at Buford High School, Isaiah Bond. 5'10", 175, versatile skill set, really well-rounded, easy to watch running routes and catching the football. He ran a 6'8", 360 meter. And a guy that looks very versatile to me, could play the slot and outside receiver. So those seven young receivers for the Alabama Crimson Tide are trying to earn their way 
under the first team so they can catch Bryce Young's balls. The footballs that he's going to be throwing. And that's the area that Alabama's really going to be putting under the microscope when they get uh, spring football practice cranked up in a few days. The concern for Alabama, wide receiver. But they are young. They are talented. They are skilled. They got a bunch of ballers. And I don't know if all seven of these guys are going to make it, but they're going to find three or four big timers coming out of this group. And for Alabama fans, it should be fun to watch. Looking forward to seeing those guys. Absolutely. And there you go. All right, let's move on. Talk a little Falcons off. Uh, talk a little Falcons football here before we get to this NFL top five. And we've got uh, Todd Grantham now reportedly has been offered a job. I had that at the top of the show, a job over at Alabama. Probably the linebacker coach, but remember their defensive coordinator got the DUI, so that could factor into it also. But the Falcons in the news want to talk about this hire they made with Ryan Pace yesterday that dropped a senior personnel executive now with the Atlanta Falcons. Now, he's the former general manager with the Chicago Bears. He and Fontenot worked with the New Orleans Saints together for 13 years in the personnel department. So they know each other very well. They must have respect for each other. And Fontenot decided we're going to bring in Ryan Pace and we're going to make him the senior personnel executive. Now, we have a tendency to remember, you know, the worst things about people. And the worst thing you can say about Ryan Pace when he was with the Chicago Bears was that Ryan Pace drafted Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. So let's just hope the Falcons, who are in need of a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan in the coming months, don't allow Ryan Pace to evaluate quarterbacks. Other than that, Ryan Pace should be fine with the Falcons. Other than that, just don't let him evaluate the quarterbacks and draft the quarterback. Because anybody that took Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes doesn't deserve the opportunity to evaluate quarterbacks. I mean, talk about a blunder. Man, he's never going to live this down, Ryan Pace. I mean, everywhere, for the rest of his life, you know, he's going to meet somebody new. And they're going to shake hands. And when Pace walks off, somebody's going to tell that guy he just met, hey, man, you know who that was? That was the guy that took Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes in the draft. And the guy's going, oh, wow, are you kidding me? Just don't let him evaluate quarterbacks here with the Falcons, and we should be fine. Nerney, we time for the we got time for that NFL top five today. We were ready for that. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's top five. Plot twist, Buck. It's me. Dan Matthews in the house. How you doing, buddy? You got any more of those breakfast sandwiches, by the way? 
Man, those went fast. Mm. I mean, this 680 staff, it seems like our guys are always hungry. Yeah, we're well fed over here. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's uh, start with number one. Uh, read the tea leaves. Russell Wilson, he on the move? Well, he scrubbed a social media account. No mention of the Seahawks with Russell Wilson on social media. Now, reportedly, the Broncos are courting Aaron Rodgers. But the Saints are an option. They need a quarterback, so keep an eye on New Orleans with Russell Wilson. The Eagles are loaded up with first-round picks. I believe they got three of those things. So if they want to get rid of Hurts, package a first-round pick, they, they would be able to get Russell Wilson in Philadelphia. <coughs> Buccaneers need a quarterback. And the Commanders could use a quarterback. So those are four areas where Russell Wilson could be ending up. And this is the telltale sign. When you scrub the social media, remove your employer or any mention from where you work from your social media account, Nick Saban would say, you're gone. Yeah, Russell Wilson's out of there. Fair enough. Uh, Hollywood Tom Brady. You hear about the movie role for Tom Brady. Yeah, he's been retired for, what, 23 days? And Tom Brady's already got a movie role. Now, it's a small part in this movie. And the movie, the storyline is the movie's about a Super Bowl road trip. And it's a comedy. And it's got some big names in there. You got Jane Fonda. Sally Field, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno. And I would imagine Giselle is not worried about Tom Brady having an affair with any of those uh, young ladies who are up there in age a little bit. Tom's small part in the movie is going to allow him to be in there. But this is his production company. And get a load of this. It's called 199 Productions. What's up with the 199? Well, Brady was the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft. So he's got the production company, and he's ready to cash in with his first movie. Will Aaron Rodgers get traded? I got a kick out of seeing where Aaron Rodgers announced, and I quote, that, that he hadn't announced his plans yet, as if he's in charge. I think he's got one year left on his deal with the Packers. And he's got multiple teams chasing him. I uh, like the Broncos are just, uh, you know, drooling at the mouth over Tom Brady, uh, over Aaron Rodgers, who's such a weird dude, man. And I know he can throw it, and he's regarded as maybe the top quarterback in the, in the game, but he's so weird. I don't know if I want him as the leader of my football team. I'm just saying, will he get traded? Well, he hadn't announced his plans yet. Arrogant son of a gun. Number four, drama. What happened to all the Kyler Murray drama? And talk about a guy that, well, even more said that NFL insiders were telling him that he's self-centered, immature, Tyler Murray, the, the drama has apparently uh, disappeared, and it's because he and the Cardinals 
Uh, and his agent must be discussing a new long-term deal with two years left on his contract. So once you start talking about the money, that drama seemed to disappear. And look, it looks like he's going to stay. Why would you gonna want to get rid of the guy, uh, the talented quarterback that he is? i tell you what the Cardinals should do is they should get some veteran leaders to put around Kyler Murray. And that's the best thing the Cardinals can do. Get some other leaders in there, because right now Kyler Murray is not up to that challenge. Number five, let's close it out. Shocking news. Your thoughts on the shocking news regarding Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones reportedly says he's going to cut back on ice cream going to clean up his diet during the offseason, get rid of that dad bod, and start eating better. And he's, he's looking to cut out ice cream that he loves very much. But, you know, I think what, what he could do is do like Tom Brady, TB12, and he could go to that alvo- avocado ice cream. Isn't that the kind that Brady used to eat? Yeah, that. Not, e- not eating strawberries like or anything like that, yeah. Avocado ice cream. That doesn't sound very good. And there's your NFL Top 5 on this Friday. Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. And that leads us right into the Bulldog Roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10, 5, get in there, Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, let's talk a little bit about Eric Gilbert. Marietta High School star. Went to LSU, played his freshman season, and really looked good doing it. And then he disappeared for a year. Had some personal problems. He was working out. Eric Gilbert, though, is back with the Georgia football program. He's going through the off-season strength and conditioning workouts. Kirby calls it the rise and grind, where they're getting up early in the morning time, going over to Sanford Stadium, running running some more, running those stadium steps. And reportedly, Arik Gilbert is a part of that rise and grind crew going over there getting in shape. And and reportedly, Gilbert will be a full go come spring football practice, trying to get back into the swing of things. And let me tell you this, though. If, if Gilbert is able to make it through the rise and grind, is able to get through spring football practice, and then steps on the field when summer practice, preseason practice gets underway, it's going to make Road Dog very happy. And it's going to make me happy, too. And Todd Monken happy and Stetson Bennett happy. Having Gilbert plugged into this Bulldog offense could be a big boost. I mean, think about it. you got Brock Bowers on one side. you got a Reek Gilbert you could put on the other side. Now, he's listed as a wide receiver. So think of uh, Gilbert as the ex-wide receiver opposite Brock Bowers, the tight end. Then you got Ad Mitchell you can run out there. That would look to me uh, to be like the top three targets for Stetson Bennett if Gilbert can make it through and get back 
into the football. Arian Smith is a big play receiver. You put it at the slot. If he could stay healthy, if not, you got Lad McConkey that can make some plays there. I'm telling you, man, this could be big time. Gilbert looking to drop some weight, put on a little bit of weight, and he was he was almost 250 pounds at LSU. So looking to get down in the low 240s at six foot four, six foot five at receiver, you're talking about a guy that could go out there and dominate. And going back and watching his freshman highlight reel at LSU, I saw a guy that was a smooth route runner. I mean, he could run that slant. They got him the ball on the slant, saw him running the skinny post. One of the staples in the National Football League, he looked good doing that. Caught a lot of balls on the corner route, the flag route toward the sideline. 50-50 balls at the size, two, uh, 6'5", 240-something. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's going to out-muscle the uh, cornerbacks and bring down that ball on the 50-50s. And then when he has the ball in his hands, this guy breaks tackles in the secondary. These defensive backs have trouble getting him on the ground. Now, he can get vertical quick, too, once he catches the ball. I've always liked that about the receiver that my high school coach, Nick's, uh, Nick Hyder, used to say, we don't want to see you catching the ball and then running east and west, sideline to sideline. We want to see you turn that thing up toward the goal line. Get vertical, man. And you see him doing that a lot during his days at LSU. Let me say this, that Arik Gilbert could be a difference maker for this Georgia offense in the upcoming season. Bowers, Gilbert, Ad Mitchell would be a tremendous first-team receiving core for Stetson Bennett. No wonder he wants to come back and spin that rock. Gilbert could be a difference maker. Can't wait to see how this one develops. Man, that's going to look good. And uh, we are live at the Chili Dip Open at Bears Best Swanee today. We've got our golf tournament teeing it up at noon today. I'm going to be playing on the uh, Gorman team. I've already been out on the practice range prior to the show and have uh, worked on the game a little bit. Let me just say these greens are in perfect shape. Man, they're looking good. Coming up next, I'm going to hear, uh, let you hear a little bit of Pete Smith, the former Braves pitcher, who is on uh, Bucks Beat Podcast this week. want to invite you to check that out. You can go to thepodcastpark.com and find that. That's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Talking Braves baseball with Pete, who was in the rotation back in the day with John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, Steve Avery, Charlie Liebrandt. When they did that worst-to-first thing, so talking to Pete a lot about the good old days, and I hope you'll enjoy that. And we've got a lot more of these podcasts you can check out, like Turnoff. He's got the Daily 10 and Welcome to Matlana. You've got Chris Domino with Hardball. You've got uh, the Frozen Rope Report with Kevin McAlpin, the Southern Beat with Dan Matthews, Chuck Oliver Show. You can catch all those, all those podcasts. You can find them at the Podcast Park. So we'll do that coming up next. Glad you're with me today. It's the Buck Baloo Show live from Swanee at Bears Best. We've got the chili dip open going on. You'll hear a lot more coming up on Nick and Chris here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? 
the power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart. There needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomclosets.com. And then call us for a free in-home consultation. Happy Friday, everybody. It's the Buck Baloo Show. We're live from Bears Fest at Swanee for 680 The Fans. Chili dip open, baby. Teeing it up at noon. Got the rain moving on out of here. The course is going to dry out. The greens are in great shape, by the way. A lot of the crew here, uh, people showing up as we speak. We've got a sold-out tournament going on and really appreciate the staff here. At Bears Best. I call this my home golf course. Uh, we're, we're just down the street, and I have always loved coming out and playing here. The uh, tournament benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta, and want to thank our sponsors again here, Ghost Coast Distillery, This Stuff Matters, the Haug Law Group, Beaver Toyota, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Georgia Hemp Company, Corona, and the PGA Tour Superstore. I think Finneran's going to be late. He was just texting me asking when the tournament teed off. And I told him 11 o'clock. I was, he's going to show up early because it doesn't really tee up. We don't tee it off until noon today. So play Finn. I hope you're not listening to the show right now. I'm trying to pull one over on you. Yes, sir. Uh, have you heard about Fairway Social, too? Uh, we had Chuck and Chernoff broadcasting there yesterday. That's in Alpharetta, a new 13,000-square-foot entertainment venue where you can play over 100 of the world's most iconic and beautiful golf courses. They've got 11 state-of-the-art full-swing simulators. And coming up on Sunday, we've got Brian Katrick hosting the golf show from 9 to 10. So I want to alert you about that and get you on. Maybe get on out there and check things out. The food is awesome. Got a chance to uh, play some golf in those simulators. Plus, they've got the putting experience going on in the back. You can sit up top and relax and have some fun. Fairway Social located in the heart of Alpharetta. All right, Bucks Beat dropped yesterday, episode number 52. And we're talking Braves baseball. I'm diving into the Freddie Freeman contract situation. And also talking about Plan B, which is Matt Olson with the Oakland A's. And then I bring on Pete Smith, former Braves pitcher. Pete and I are spending a lot of time together. His son and my oldest son playing on the same high school junior varsity team this year. So seeing Pete all the time, saw him again last night. So we were out at the ballpark till about 10 p.m. under the lights, watching our sons play. And I was uh, asking Pete to take us back a little bit and talked about that worst-to-first thing. Remember, Braves back in 1990, we were a last-place ball club. Then Bobby Cox took over. They brought some veterans in. And in 1991, we went to the World Series and took the Minnesota Twins to seven games 
And in the rotation that year, John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, Steve Avery, Charlie Liebrand, and Pete Smith. I asked Pete to reflect back on those days with that rotation and how they were able to turn it around so quickly. Just how we all got along, truthfully. You know, Charlie's a little bit a little bit older, not too much. And he just brought a, kind of a calm. You know, Abe is, a, Abe is out there a little bit. He's a fun-loving guy. Smoltzy, smoltzy. You know, everybody sees his personality. Uh, Glav's a little more stoic. Uh, and I'm kind of right in the middle of all that. So we just we just all meshed. When we weren't pitching on the road, Smoltzy would have, you know, whoever was pitching, the other four would be, that would be your, your foursome for the day. And we'd go out and play golf and get together. And days off, we played golf together and hung out. And we enjoyed each other. We were all friends. And then we just fed off of each other. If someone had a great outing, you wanted to match that outing and just continued down the line. Sound like fun, didn't it? That's what we do here at 680 The Fan. We, we get the work in, and then we go play golf, just like those Braves pitchers used to. Pete was a first-round pick with the Philadelphia Phillies in 1984, broke into the show as a 21-year-old with the Atlanta Braves in 1987, had an 11-year run in Major League Baseball, seven years with the Braves here in Atlanta, had him talking on the podcast, too. Uh, he had told me a story. I got him to retell it for the podcast. Was He actually played against Tom Glavin in high school in baseball. They played in the state playoffs. Pete Smith versus Tom Glavin. The media was there to cover it. They were expecting maybe a one-to-nothing ball game. I think it ended up being seven-to-four. But a really good story. And that's one thing I love about these podcasts, able to uh, relive the good old days with some of these guys that come on. And Pete, by the way, was bragging on Brian Fennerin down at that Braves fantasy camp. Pete, one of the instructors, and Finn went down there and lit it up, brother. 6'5", left-handed hitter. He looked like Freddie Freeman swinging the bat down there. Had a triple in one of the games, hit it in the gap, got to run the bases a little bit. Pete was totally bragging on Finn. So check that out. You can find that at thepodcastpark.com or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Uh, check out Buck's Beat episode 52 with Pete Smith. Looking forward to this chili dip open getting underway. And let's make that the final word. I got to get to the practice range, man. Worked on the putting before the show, and these greens were rolling like glass. Got the rain moving out. Believe the sun's going to come out this afternoon. We've got a sold-out field for the Chili Dip Open. And there's going to be plenty of chili to eat, too. So, ladies, look out when the husbands get back home later today. Going to probably be a little gassy. 680, the staff's been here since early this morning. Got the goodie bags ready. They've already fed the crew these breakfast sandwiches. Ian Grimwade, the general manager here at Bears Best, and he does a wonderful job. Ian got started here as one of the four caddies when the club opened, and now he's in charge of this joint. And if you're looking for a great place to play golf, you got to put this on the bucket list. Bears Best Swanee. There's two Bears Best golf courses. You've got one in Las Vegas, and they've got 18 holes of Jack Nicklaus's top hole designs 
west of the Mississippi. And then this one is the other one, Bears Best Atlanta here in Swanee. And it is a melting pot of Jack Nicholas's top 18 holes on the East Coast. Great golf, great club here. Get on out and test out Bears Best here in Swanee in the days to come. You're going to love this golf course. And Nick and Chris coming up, they're going to have the Southern Company Business of Sports segment presented by Southern Company, changing the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. So stick around for Nick and Chris. I'm going to get out to the practice area, pull out that driver, and see if I can keep it in the fairway. It's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show this week. We appreciate you hanging out with us Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, here on The Fan. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you, Buck. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.